My fellow Americans, I am Nancy Pelosi, and today I am proud to announce that Congress has passed the Porno Blooper Bill, increasing Americans' access to high-quality, hilarious porno bloopers. Yes, and I am Chuck Schumer. When Americans try to find porno bloopers these days, it's way too hard. It's mostly just guys getting smashed in the nuts on purpose for freaks to get off to. That's not a blooper. Finding high-quality porno bloopers should be as easy as finding a video of 80s football follies or shacked in a fool. And Democrats' new law does exactly that. It's okay to watch porno bloopers during a business meeting at the office, as long as you don't get hard. Because it's basically like watching fail vids. And you can't get in trouble for watching fail vids in a board meeting. My staff and I have been researching this bill tirelessly. If you look at my Google search history, it's insane. Porno. Funny porno. Porno bloopers funny. Best business schools. Watch TV free online. Tantric sex. Sex porno. Funny sex porno. Gay porno bloopers too. Fucking follies. Porno bloopers 3D. Sloppy, silly sexcapades. The normal kind of porno is not gut-busting enough for the average American. When polled, 93% of Americans said porno could be funnier. Despite the overwhelming popular sentiment, our Republican colleagues in the Senate tried to stymie every effort we made to increase access to silly, zany, and madcap porno bloopers. Maybe it's because Republicans are a bunch of porno pests and pedos. Nail emoji. Slay queen. In these crazy times, it is going to be a lot more fun and easy to live, with more funny porno bloopers to watch. I mean, things are so crazy right now. They're cookier than ever, and not in a good way. Dogs are laying with cats. For sex. It's crazy. And don't even get me started on politics nowadays. Anyway, porno is about to get a lot funnier because there's going to be guys slipping on banana peels all the time. And also people will be getting cream pied. You sickos know which kind I mean. Like an actual pie, not the porno kind. I saw this one porno blooper where they were doing it on the couch and the couch broke and then it shook the floor, and then all four walls of the house fell down. I saw one where a pizza guy came to the door with the famous pizza box where his wiener is in, and the guy who answered the door also had the wiener pizza box with the extra-large sausage. Like, he must have already ordered a pizza earlier. <laughs> LOL. And then one of the guys tripped and broke a mirror and got bad luck, and he died on his next porno shoot. I also thought of another good porno blooper that I saw. It was a guy on the couch, and he was doing this chick who is on top of him, and there is another guy standing on the couch and doing a thing with her mouth. And basically, well, that is pretty crass, but it's true, so I'm going to say it. The, the guy is standing up on the couch, busts his stuff, and he tries to hit the girl's face with it. And he misses, and it hits the other guy's face. And he's not having it at all. He hates it. He's like rolling his head back and forth to try to avoid the guy's stuff like a baby trying to not eat some food. But he can't move, right? Because he's doing his thing to the girl. Anyways, the guy's stuff gets all over the guy's face. And I thought that one was a great porno blooper. I saw one where they were doing it. And that part was normal. But then the crazy thing was this cat 
saw the guy's wiener flopping around, and he rubbed both of his eyes with his paws like, you gotta be kidding me. The guy started blushing because of the cat's criticism, but you could tell the girl didn't want to stop. Yes, queen. Anyway, I hope the American people remember this good stuff we did for them when they go to the polling station. And no, I don't mean that kind of poll. What kind of poll? I'm confused. A penis. It's It's kind of like a poll, except you can't vote on it. Okay. Also, I am dating Pete Davidson. We made a movie together, and I mean a porno movie, where you see my big hangers slipping out and flopping around. That sounds hilarious. And hot. Yes. But there's nothing funny or hot about passing meaningful legislation to benefit The American people. Yes. And also, live from New York, it's Silly Night Fun Time in New York! It's Silly Night Fun Time in New York with Fizzy Longfellow, Joey the Italian, Aziz Ansari, Peter Fuzz, Donald D. Gringo, Hannah Romaine, Tobias Alamode, Rachel Lunch, Stevie Sumac, featuring Frederick Ropes, Holly Trout, Dante Gungslinger, Rochelle Della Bovante, Salvatore Sweet, and Glenn Greenwald, with musical guests, The Sexy New Guys. And here's your host, Nate Ruiz. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be back in New York City. The Big Apple. But you know, I'm a California guy now. Bottomless margaritas and topless babes, that's the life for me. With the amount of sun out there in Cali, I'm always wearing sunglasses. Some people come up to me, recognize me like, are you one of the Blues Brothers? And I have to be like, no, I am a different, much more famous man. They call me Hollywood now, which, you know, if they call you Hollywood in LA, that really means something. I've completely forgotten what my childhood house looks like. I don't remember a thing before becoming famous. Everyone in the house tonight looks like they're wearing very cheap clothes to me. A lot of Dockers. Let's hear it for Dockers. Dockers are in the house tonight. Speaking of that, whatever happened to L.L. Bean? You know, my big brother Tom calls me a bean, and I'm more of a bean stalk. Woo! Right, Tom? Right, Drew? I'd like to thank my crickets for being here. My crickets, Tom and Drew, are in the house tonight. (laughs) All right, guys, settle down. We've got a long show ahead of us. Good to be back on the road, though. You know, when you tour as much as I have, you meet some wild people on the road. Kleptos, pill poppers, nymphos. And the thing about nymphos is they're always using aphrodisiacs. (laughs) Seriously, I got to watch myself out there. Guy like me with this million dollar juice in my nuts. Woo! You can never be too careful. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom and Drew are in the house. We like to have fun on this show, and there's a lot of laughs in store tonight. But I want to take a moment tonight to discuss something serious that's near and dear to my heart. Or maybe nearer to my stomach. Hunger. There's people all over the world who can't find any food. I know there's no shortage of amazing Michelin-starred grub in this city. Heck, it's even called the Big Apple. 
You can't throw a damn apple without hitting a chili cheese dog or some loaded chorizo nachos. But elsewhere in the world, there's people who don't know where food is or if they can get it. So I want everyone in the house tonight to pull out their phones. The good people at myfood.gov have teamed up with the smash hit mobile game Bridge of Bastards to send 1% of revenue from in-game purchases to those around the world suffering from not knowing where food is. If you join my castle in Bridge of Bastards, I'll donate an additional 1% of in-game transactions to hungry people. That's enough about me. We got a great show for you tonight. The sexy new guys are here. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're struggling, if you don't know where to go next, if life has given you lemons and you're too sad to make lemonade, all you need to say is, me help. Me need help. Download the Me Help app and talk to one of our skilled helpologists. You'll be surprised they're not accredited. Our freemium therapy services allow anyone to get the help they need, even the poor people who do not deserve it. What are helpologists? Helpologists are different from traditional therapists because traditional therapists are not allowed to hit on you. Five minutes of weekly therapy not enough? Complete your daily rewards for more therapy time. Watch ads to earn up to 20 more minutes of therapy a week. I was struggling, but I didn't have enough money to go to a therapist. So I watched a bunch of ads on me help in order to farm help coins that I could redeem with my medically adjacent helpologist. My helpologist, Fleetix Vander Leyden Vanden, speaks really acceptable English, and he convinced me to quit my job and farm help coins full time by answering surveys. Thanks, Fleetix. Traditional therapists gave me a lot of unwanted advice and were constantly trying to get me to change. Helpologists don't participate in any of that toxic behavior. They agree with everything I say. They're always telling me how everyone at work is so crazy but me and they're honestly all quite rude to me. Also, the helpologists agree that my family is rude to me as well. Sometimes I'm on there talking all night and they're just agreeing and agreeing and telling me I'm great. If you need help, try me help. Available inside the Farmville app and at mall kiosks nationwide. Hey, welcome to Saturday Night Live Jeopardy. I'm your host, Charles Trebek. And today we have some of the hottest celebs here to answer some trivia. Oh, you thought we would do SNL Jeopardy without celebs? Come on. This is 11 p.m. Prime time. Also, please keep in mind, all these celebs just had a big lunch of pasta and pizza in the green room, and we really hope they don't have to blow chunks or throw up everywhere. Our celebrities we will be impersonating tonight are... Just kidding. These are real celebs. So please join me in welcoming Will Smith, Donald Trump, and Nate Roos. Wait, I thought we were supposed to have real celebrities. I won two Grammys. Who the fuck are you? And what charity are you playing for today? I made my own charity to get some PlayStation 5s for my internet friends so they'll play 2K with me. It's called The Nate Project. Very good. Moving along to Will Smith. Welcome. I'm really slappy to be here, Trebek. That's awesome. What charity will you be playing for today? I'm working with the Jaden and Willow Smith Foundation to bring back the hit NBC show, The Slap. It aired in 2015, starring Peter Sarsgaard and the guy from Heroes that was the bad guy. Ring any bells? All right, I get it. We get it. Moving along here, 
Our last contestant is Donald Trump. Hello, sir. Confifi. Hamburgers. Just kidding. We like to have fun around here. And what sort of wacky charity are you playing for today? I'm doing it for all the beautiful people, the non-losers of all the different races. You know the ones I mean. You may not know with your Hollywood lifestyle, but these, these people know. They know a bad guy when they see one, right? Wonderful. Let's take a look at the board. We've got rating women, physical violence, good old-fashioned football, controversial politicians, and stuff so gross you'll puke. Mr. Smith, since you won the coin slap, you control the board. Let's take physical violence for 200. This slap at the Oscars was heard around the world in 2022. Ah, that was Will Smith slapping Chris Rock because he said his wife's name. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. I'm Will Smith. Very good, very good. Very topical. You still have control of the board. Let's go with stuff so gross you puke for 200. This substance comes out of a butt when it poops. (laughs) All right, you still have control of the board. Let's go to rating women for 200. This nine starred opposite Eddie Redmayne in the 2008 blockbuster The Yellow Handkerchief. Kristen Stewart. She's been her Nate ever since she stopped dating Robert Pattinson. And that's only in New York, by the way. In L.A., she's a seven at best. She'd be lucky to get a table at La Bistra Manhattan. And now she's a lesbian. Very sad. He's Batman and she's a lesbian. It's very sad. That's right, somehow. It's your board, Mr. Trump. Would you rating women for 400? This New York seven... Kim Cattrall. She looks like Hillary and it's very terrible. Th- that... Um, that's right. Uh, you hold the board. It's very, very funny to see who these women are going for nowadays. Zendaya is much taller than her boyfriend, Tom Holland. And he's Spider-Man. Okay, uh, well, what topic do you want? Rating women. All right. This LA 8 starred in the 2018 crime thriller, The Wrong Daughter, along with Cindy Busby and April Bowlby. Sydney Sweeney. You know, she's off the market. She's engaged and good for her. Sorry, Cole Sprouse. Sorry, Timothy Chalamet. Would have loved to see her with Cole Sprouse. Great looking girl. Some say she looks like me. Let's just continue with rating women. This seven was pregnant with Scott Peterson's child when... Let's just... Let's let's get one thing straight, okay? Lacey Peterson was a seven, yes. But if you look at where she was from, she was easily a nine in that town. And it's a shame. I'm not saying it's not a shame what happened to her, but if we're being fair, she's a seven. She is. Moving along. We've completed the rating women category and you still control the board, Mr. Trump. I want to talk about rating women more. Sevens, eights, nines, you know. I prefer we were talking about tens, but it's your show. If it was my show, we'd be talking about tens in the ratings. You wouldn't believe the ratings. Okay. Does anyone want to pick something? No? Okay, let's just move on to the interview portion. Mr. Smith, it says here you like to act in movies. Is that true? Uh, Yes, that's right. Okay, moving on. Mr. Trump, you had a very interesting job starting in 2017. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes, it was a lot of fun. Remember when I said hamburgers? Moving on. 
Nate Roos, I read on your Twitter account that you're five foot ten, but looking at you now, you can't be a lick over five seven. I'm sorry. What's your question? Uh, I heard you had a band. How was that? It was fine. Okay, back to Jeopardy. I'm just going to pick a category, and you guys can chime in if you feel like it. Let's do controversial politicians for 200. This German chancellor had some pretty good ideas, despite the shortcomings that led to no small amount of suffering during World War II. What? Uh, what is Hitler? Boo! What? I don't endorse him. It's, it's the answer to the question. Hitler is correct. Boo! Okay, let's just move on to controversial politicians for 400. Surely this won't happen again. Although there were concerns about the alleged number of deaths under his reign, this handsome and wise dictator always made the trains run on time. Who is Mussolini? I don't agree with that description of him, though. Mussolini's right. Boo! Now they're doing it to me. I'm just reading the card, man. Don't shoot the messenger. Anyway, that's 400 more points for Nate. What's next? I learned my lesson. Let's mix it up. I'll take good old-fashioned football for 1,000. This Buffalo Bills running back is one of the greatest athletes of all time, and I approve of his checkered personal life. I think I know what you're trying to make me do. I know what you want me to say, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say Thurman Thomas. Eh, wrong. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, I'll say it. Yeah! O.J. Simpson. Yeah! Well, they sure like O.J. here. Didn't see that coming. This crowd is uh, positively slap happy. Sorry, the answer is who is O.J. Simpson? You forgot to say who is. And earlier, Nate said what is, but I just let him get away with it. Nevertheless, no points for anyone this time. Physical violence for 600. It's not your turn, Mr. Smith. Stuff so gross you puke for 2,000. The highest number on that board is 1,000, so we'll go with that. And it reads, what if there was a big bug that had 1,000 legs on it? My God. What is, it would be scary. That's correct. We would also have accepted, what is it would make me throw up because it's so gross? Moving on, I'll take physical violence for the whole enchilada. A thousand points. This famous French woman was burned at the stake for being a heretic way back in the olden days. Burning, sticks, slapstick, no, uh, slap happy, no, slap shot, slappy, slap, uh, slap shot. Uh, nope, I got, I got nothing. Incorrect. Four. Excuse me? Joan of Arc was a four. I had to say it. It's a shame, but we can't all be tens. It's true. All right, let's just get into Final Jeopardy. Today's subject is party history. I studied party history at Wharton. Very interesting. Very interesting. This type of party was very popular at institutions of higher learning in 2004. Remember, Mr. Trump, there aren't any women to rate in this question. Just give me a normal person answer. No puns, Will Smith. I will tell you now, the word slap is not in the answer. I don't know what your joke is, Nate, but please be normal. All right, that's your time. Let's go ahead and see what answers you all came up with. Starting with you, Mr. Trump. Let's see here. You had pimp and hoe frat party. That is correct. Now, what did you wager? Hmm, looks like you just wrote 
Jessica Simpson's really bounced back, I think. Eight. Rachel Maddow, nine. Don't like her. Don't agree with her. But a nine's a nine, and I don't care who likes it. I'm not proud to say it. Hell, I didn't even want to write it. And of course, Helen Mirren, after all these years, is barely clinging to that five. But what can you do? What can you do? It's not my fault she's not a man. Who can stay tense forever, by the way? Just look at Tom Brady. Okay, moving on. Mr. Smith, you also got the correct answer. Pimp and ho frat party. And your wager? Looks written pretty small. I'll just walk up right next to it and lean in so I can see... Okay, I can admit that I was asking for that. That one's on me. Finally, Nate. It appears you also got the correct answer of pimp and ho frat party. And what did you wager? It just says that I'm sorry for what I said about Mussolini and Hitler. I only did it because your stupid show tricked me. And yeah, if I get tricked by a stupid show, that makes me sound stupid too. But I was just trying to give the miserable audience a brief moment of joy in their otherwise bleak, gray little lives. Was that so wrong? To want them to be happy? I guess so. I guess I should just make sure all you poors are miserable, huh? Would you like that, stupid? Have you seen how nice my house is? I don't need to be here. I'm doing this for you, and you get mad at me for it. My house has two pools. Well, that's it for today's Celebrity Jeopardy. There are no winners. No charities are going to get any money. They actually might owe us. So I guess you guys can all just go. It's over. It's all over. Yeah, I have to go. I'm going to go slap Chris Rock's cousin, The Rock. Yeah, I'm going back to my huge house. It's where I keep all my awesome things. I have three PS5s, but I won't give my friends any. Tune in next week, folks, where our contestants are going to be O.J. Simpson, Jiminy Glick, and Paula Poundstone. Order, order. I am the bailiff. Order in the court. I'm the judge, and I declare when there's order in the court. You're stealing my thunder. Sorry, judge. I could have you killed. I'm a judge, goddammit. But today, we are here to order the death of some other, far uglier people. Bailiff, please bring out the defendants. We see the Fuggos enter with paper bags over their heads. Boo! The family that stands before you has been accused by the state of California of being too ugly to live. Governor Jonathan B. Hansom has recommended immediate execution for the entire family. The father, Duber Fuggo, mother, Anita Fuggo, children, Gomer and Mimi Fuggo, even their beloved pooch, Ding Dong, has been recommended for swift death. Today, the people of California will decide who lives and who dies. The jury shall be judge, jury, and executioner. Just kidding. I'm the judge. And the executioner is my friend Dave, who I met at Dartmouth. He got a major in being a lawyer and a minor in being in a firing squad, so he is preeminently qualified. Anyway, I like to give the defendants a chance to chit-chat before we get started. What do you have to say for yourself, Duberfuggo? They say we'd be tried by a jury of our peers. But none of these people are even remotely as ugly as us. Objection, your honor. This man is so ugly, no one in the courtroom wants to hear what he has to say. Okay, Mr. Prosecutor, how about we move on to your opening remarks? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we have to understand that we live in a society of rules. and Those rules are arbitrary. At the end of the day, we as a people can do whatever we want to the Fuggos. This is not a question of what is legal or not. It is not legal for us to kill the Fuggos today. But it is still a possibility. Now, why is that? 
Is that because we are all cruel and evil and misguided? I just don't think that's the case. I think we have been forced into this position because the Fuggos are ugly. Yes, not ugly like the bailiff or that guy in the back row, but truly abhorrent and repulsive. The Fuggos stink. They are always throwing up. They get their dirty blood all over our buffets and our shopping malls. I mean, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let's be realistic here. Take a look at the defendant, Duber Fuggo. Pay attention to what he is doing right now. A fly just landed on his nose, causing him to go cross-eyed. Now, for some reason, he shits his pants every time he goes cross-eyed. Observe. <laughs> Of course, this will only be the first step in a chain reaction. Now observe Mimi Fuggo smelling Duper's shit. Obviously, that is going to make her throw up. But watch now where she chooses to throw up. Exactly. She has decided to throw up right into Gomer Fuggo's bowl of beans. Now, I don't know why he's allowed to eat beans in a courtroom or why Mimi threw up into them or why Gomer hasn't noticed yet. I don't want to think about it because it's all just so stupid and ugly. Finally, let's all watch Gomer take a bite of his beans. But this is where things get interesting. For some reason, when Gomer eats the throw-up beans, that makes him shit his pants. Of course, we have come full circle, but we aren't done yet. The combined smells will now cause all of the Fuggos to throw up. Now, being surrounded by so much throw-up, they are now going to stand up and slip around in all of it. They are all on the floor now. Look at them. Ugly as fuck, covered head to toe in piss, shit, and puke. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't need to get paperwork involved here. This doesn't have to be remembered. While what I am proposing is illegal, I think it is just... I say we, the state of California, just execute the Fuggos right here and right now, extrajudicially. It just seems like the right thing to do. I don't want to live in a world with them, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I want to thank you for your time, and I urge you to do the right thing. Uh, now, can we hear from the defense attorney? Now, I'm not here to argue that the Fuggos aren't ugly. I'm not going to say they don't suck. Or that they aren't gross or annoying or stupid. I'm not going to even say that my clients deserve to live. I'm not going to say that I want the Fuggos to be happy or healthy. Hell, if my kids went to school with Gomer and Mimi Fuggo, I'd kill my kids. I would. I'd do it old yeller style. But that's not what we are here to argue today. I'm here to say... Who are we if we go around killing ugly people? I want them dead just as much as the rest of you. But what kind of precedent does that set for the rest of normal society? If we let the courts kill people as ugly as the Fuggos, doesn't that make the rest of us normal looking people the new ugly people? This is a bomb ready to blow up right in our faces. And imagine what a face would look like after a bomb blew up in it. Yikes. Let's say we all go with our primal instincts today and we chop up the Fuggos into a million little pieces. We let nature take its course and we smear them into a paste and shoot that paste into the sun. Would our hands not be made uglier by virtue of touching them? I mean, 
Look at them right now. Five minutes into the court case, and they are already on the ground, rolling around, covered in piss, shit, puke, beans, etc. Now, I'm not saying we do anything nice for the fuckos. We aren't going to give them a farm upstate to roll around in, and we aren't going to burden a government worker to look after them. All I'm saying is that today, not even saying we aren't going to do it in the future, but literally just today, we don't kill the fuggos. Maybe tomorrow, sure. But today, come on. What we do to the fuggos today says more about us than it does about the fuggos. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, think not of how ugly the fuggos are. Think about yourself. If you kill these fuggos today, why, the room will stink super bad. So don't do it. Thank you. Very good. Now, I'd like to ask the ladies and gentlemen of the jury to put on their court-provided blurry glasses that will blur out the faces of the fuggos as if they were on cops or something. I'd like to call Duber Fuggo to the stand. (gasps) Why are you guys gasping? That's the whole point of this thing. Oh, just hurry this up. The longer this trial goes on, the more I want to kill myself. I'm a mess right now. Mr. Fuggo, please state your name for the court and swear on this big book. Excuse me, what book has he asked to be sworn in on? Mr. Fuggo requested that he be sworn in on the book 1001 Funny Jokes. My name is Duber Fuggo. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, so help me God. Oh, beans. Do you have a bathroom I could use with a toilet in it that I can miss? The judge whips Duber Fuggo in the face with a switch. Fuck you, man, piece of shit. Sorry, I know I'm the judge, but fuck. Ugly pig fuck piece of shit. Do you like being ugly, Duber? Do you think it's funny to be ugly? Now, I personally find it very funny. But do you ever consider how much harm you're doing to others by being so ugly? Which question do I answer? In addition to being ugly, I'm also quite stupid. I don't know. Answer any of them, you ugly piece of shit. Objection. While my client is ugly, it is yet to be determined if he is a piece of shit. Whatever. Just move this along. I have a gun under my robe, by the way. Sometimes I feel bad if I go to a buffet and I have to reach really far for the perfect cookie. Because I reach so far, my pants split down the middle. And then I get so nervous, I fart. And sometimes if I'm really nervous, I shit. But I think I usually redeem myself when I announce to everyone at the buffet that I'm sorry for being ugly and farting. And I tell them that if they want, everyone is allowed to hit me as hard as they can in the chest or pour some soup or something on my head. After that, I usually throw up. Shit. I say we kill him. You're the defense attorney. Oh, yeah. I say we kill him tomorrow. The defense attorney winks at Duber Fuggo. Now, Duber, do you think there's anything you can offer society by being so ugly? I have a job at the animal testing facility. The animals there can test whatever they want on me. It's their facility. Lots of people in this courtroom, including your attorney, want to kill you right here and now. What do you have to say to those people? I'm sorry for being ugly. I know it's my fault. When you guys first started getting mad at me, I started wearing a paper bag on my head. I tried to keep it on, but I live in a really windy part of town and I kept getting in car accidents. I never planned on living long because I thought one day I would look in the mirror and would make all my organs shut down and, and last thing 
I know this is the wrong time for this, and it makes me look super shitty. But I just sat on all three of my nuts, and I'm going to throw up now. <laughs> you were recently on Queer Eye, correct? That's true. Is it true that Jonathan Van Ness couldn't bring himself to say you were valid? Is it true that none of them looked you in your eyes? That's true. Are you aware that immediately after filming Wrapped, Jonathan Van Ness was hospitalized for two weeks because of how ugly you are? He had to be intubated. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jonathan Van Ness's Instagram post from June 2nd. It says here, and I quote, they meaning the Fuggos, were so ugly that I nearly died. They all looked like the midway point in an Animorphs book cover where a toilet was morphing into a big pile of shit and guts. When's lunch? No further questions, Your Honor. Defense, have Adam. Mr. Fuggo, you're a reasonable man. A compromising man. But would you be open to burning all of your family pictures if it meant that you got to live another day? I plead the fifth. What are you doing? I'm your defense attorney. I'm leading you in a direction to be more likable. Just answer the thing. I saw that in a movie once. The judge whips Mr. Fuggo in the face with a switch again. Stop! You're making me uglier! Hit him again! Fuck him! Big fuck! Piece of shit! Ugly fuck! Hit his ass! I know I'm his lawyer, but fuck him. Fuck. Wait. I have something to say. <clears throat> I know I may be an ugly fuck. I may be a bitch pig tits and a pig fuck. Fine. Whatever. I, I couldn't be born beautiful. I'm not injured or maimed or disabled or anything. I'm just good old regular super ugly. But I will say this. I'm also stupid. So I can't think of a great speech that I could say that would defend ugly people everywhere. And I would defend ugly people everywhere because, although I am stupid, I am definitely way more ugly than I am stupid. So that's what I have to say. Just imagine that I said a great speech and how ugly people are beautiful. Shitty fucker. Piece of shit. Pig fuck ass. Pig shit. Fucker. Fucking piece of shit. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Whew, it's out of my system. Fuck! Fucking kill me! I dare you! The second I die, all of the eggs that those bugs laid in my back are gonna hatch all at once. It'll be like if sea turtles were full of poison. The defense rests, your honor. I'm ready to make my decision. I'm not worried about the jury. They haven't even said anything the whole time. We're, we're not, not allowed, allowed to. to! Be that as it may, the court finds the Fuggo family guilty. Guilty of being ugly, dumb pig fucks who don't know their heads from their asses. While the prosecution and my wife were pushing for the death penalty, I'm afraid I must preach caution. We can't just kill some guys because they're just ugly and fucking suck. But at the same time, I understand that they are nasty fuck faces and shitty and they must taste pain because of that. It's only natural that God put such disgust in our hearts for the Fuggos, as they exist solely to show God's splendor by comparison to literally anything else. As such, we must act on this disgust in defense of the natural order. I sentence the Fuggo family to be tortured for the rest of their lives, and I'm not talking about like pussy-ass psychological torture like playing a song too much. I'm talking good old-fashioned Spanish Inquisition shit mixed with Dick Cheney wet dream shit. The full Monty here, folks. Stretchy racks. 
what else? Iron Maidens, car batteries on their dicks and pussies, titties, hot coals, sleep deprivation, waterboarding, shit that would make some BDSM freak come so hard his balls would fall off and roll into the storm drain. If the Fuggos are going to live their truth, then I think we should live ours and torture them for their ugliness. I am advocating for punishment that is both cruel and unusual. We are going to torture them until they wish they were dead. They are all getting a first-class ticket to Gitmo, and Ding Dong is going to doggy Gitmo. Where's my gavel? Write down that I hit my gavel. I can't find it. That's it. You can all leave now. That's the court case, so you can just go. I have to get out of this room before I puke. I fucking wish I would have fucking killed the fuggos. I'm so pissed. I hate this. I'm leaving. Ladies and gentlemen, the sexy new guys.
to see some straight clapping ass porno? We're allowed to advertise porno now. And not just porno, but porno bloopers. Porno bloopers are just like football follies. Good old-fashioned porno bloopers. None of this stuff like a guy blows too quick. This is stuff like guy slipping on a banana peel, stepping on a rake, and the rake hits his cock. Mudslides happen during it, and hey, not the drink. So listen, you can advertise sports gambling now, strip clubs. What about porno? Come buy some porno. And not just porno, but porno bloopers, the funny stuff. We got porno pay-to-win phone games as well. Play cum blasters and defend your base. Come on, it'll be fun. Fuck you. Porno bloopers are for comedic purposes only. It is illegal to masturbate to. If you are still laughing for four hours after watching porno bloopers, consult your doctor. Hello and welcome to Weekend Update. My name is Peter Fuzz. Here's today's top news. I heard Monica Lewinsky showed up in Mitt Romney's binder of women. Whatever happened to that binder of women? Maybe it disappeared inside the Malaysian plane that was in Pharrell's hat. Remember that? It was all over the news. Clint Eastwood had an empty chair for the Malaysian plane at the RNC. Classic. Hey, speaking of classic, we all love Adam Sandler, don't we, folks? Why don't we have him sing us a little ditty uh, originally by the Smashing Pumpkins? I used to be a little boy. Very good. Adam Sandler, folks. Apparently, the planet Mercury is moving closer to Earth, and Venus is moving farther away. Did you see this? Yeah. Apparently, Venus was spotted with Pete Davidson. So, Jimmy Fallon's ape was stolen. His bored ape. Yeah. The next time it was spotted in public, it was on a date with Pete Davidson. A recent report shows a growing frequency in seismic activity in California. Yeah, apparently the epicenter was at the Oscars, where Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I guess Will Smith has a hair trigger. Hair, folks. Remember, it was about his, uh, his wife. I guess Chris Rock got Will Smith a slap chop for his birthday. I guess he'll be getting him a sham wow for Christmas, huh? To clean up all the blood from the massacre at the Oscars. But if we can be serious for a minute, stand-up comedians have the most dangerous job in the world thanks to Will Smith. When Adam Sandler came over here a minute ago, I thought he was going to kill me. It's never been so terrifying to make six figures doing tired pop culture references for the lowest common denominator. Well, PlayStation 5s are still very hard to come across, with some fetching over $1,000 on the secondary market. In response to the gaming shortage, Elon Musk is reportedly working on a new kind of game system that will be affordable, better for the environment, and powered by a strong AI system. Yeah, apparently now Grimes is dating it. (laughs) Speaking of Grimes, her ex-boyfriend Elon Musk apparently bought Twitter for $44 billion. Yeah, apparently he plans on launching it into space. How's he going to do it? Apparently he's going to have Will Smith slap it into the stratosphere. And hey, what's this guy going to buy next? Fucking Rick and Morty? I wouldn't put it past him. Critics are going after Viola Davis because of her portrayal as First Lady Michelle Obama in her new show called Whatever It's Called. Yeah, people are calling for Will Smith to slap her. (laughs) Speaking of Sharon Osbourne, she's in the news. She's opening up about a botched facelift that she got. Yeah, 
Turns out she got it at the Oscars from Will Smith. And lastly, our top story tonight. Will Smith is in the news. He's got a new biopic in the works where he portrays Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, apparently it's going to be in the slapstick genre. That's all for tonight, folks. We open on a big business meeting. There's a big whiteboard that says fiscal quarter, buy low, sell high, and trend direction of money going up. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is bad. We're up to our necks in debt. We're hemorrhaging money, and our margins are paper thin. The metrics tell us one thing and one thing only. We are bad at being businessmen, and we are dumb as fuck. Oh, we should jump out the window in order to kill ourselves. We're on the first floor. Yeah, but there's poison ivy right outside the window. The new strain that kills you instantly. Be that as it may, we have to make some changes around here. We need new ideas. Dangerous new ideas. I'm bringing in a consultant. Uh, But consultants are expensive, and we spent all our money on sales funnels. It turned out those were just a metaphor, and now we have a warehouse of plastic funnels we can't move. Relax. This guy's worth every penny. Remember Enron? He turned all that around. Now, his ideas are a little unconventional, but we have given him free reign to do whatever he wants. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Everyone, say hello to Brian, the business shaman. In walks a man with an elaborate antler headdress, an expensive-looking brown suit, and dirty bare feet. His eyes are a little glazed over, and there is a little bit of blood flecked near the corner of his mouth. He walks in, puts his briefcase on the center of the table, and flips it out, sending bones, guts, and rocks spilling everywhere out of the briefcase. I'm Brian the Business Shaman. You aren't going to like what I have to say. You aren't going to like my strategies. So let's get to business. First, my credentials. I graduated from the Jim Carrey School of White Guy Shamanism, which is in the annex of the Harvard Business School. Illegally. I invented the mantra word WUSA in Paul Simon's Park Slope apartment. Me and a bunch of Ukrainian SEO guys are solely responsible for branding and marketing Summer's Eve vagina soap. They wanted to call it something disgusting. (laughs) I once had tantric sex for the shortest time in history. Sir, you can't be serious. This guy's eyes are insanely dilated. He keeps rubbing his chest with both hands. His briefcase is full of bones. Those are golden retriever bones. Standard issue for shamans. Wait. This is a human pelvis. It's the wrong briefcase. Anyway, they work just as well. And these bones are going to predict our Q4 profits with 98% accuracy. Mm, Does he even have the proper accreditation to foretell prophecies from bones? No, but I was the first guy to get fingered by Lori Griner on Shark Tank. Impressed yet? Mm, Not really, honestly. Oh, well, everyone else always said yes when I asked that, so I'm moving along. Give him a chance, Johnson. I've seen this guy drink Mark Cuban's blood and then guess his favorite color from that. Coincidentally, it was red. While you question the divine will from the stars and spirits above, your business is bleeding assets. The turtle spirit told me your fixed costs are above market average. Your click-through rate is pathetic. Your market penetration on your target demographics are dog shit. So we're going to have to switch exclusively to digital marketing. Also, we're going to have to spend a lot more money on Dreamcatchers. And you can tell all of that from a pile of dog bones? 
Listen, milk bone was called dog biscuit before I had the idea to shape it into a bone. Where'd I get the idea? It came to me in a dream. A mouse told me. Maybe you ought to silence the naysayers with a demonstration. All right, all right. I'm going to need a little bit of everyone's blood, hair, and semen. So here's one cup if you all want to pass it around. We all got to share the same cup? Maybe let's start off with a lighter one. Fine. Bring in jingles. A beautiful ape enters the room and jumps up on the table. Oh, are we going to be able to bring our pets into work, too? (laughs) Sure can, but you might not want to. Brian immediately lifts the ape up and plunges a barbed ritualistic knife into its chest, killing it instantly. He drags the knife downward and all of the ape's guts spill out all over the table. Oh my god! Let's see here. I'm searching for omens and truths within the beast's nasty guts. Let's see. Viral marketing is going to be huge. It's it's saying we should pivot to video? Hmm. It says we should shoot a commercial with Pete Davidson. Oh, shit. I need a little more. Does anyone else have another ape nearby? Well, are you going to hurt it? Do you have it or not? Never mind. Moving along. Who is the youngest person here? Me, I think. I'm 24. Here, take this. Don't ask me what it is. Also, you need to instantly make peace with yourself and all things right now, or this is going to suck for you. The shaman pours a tincture in the intern's mouth. You are going on a journey through time and space. In a deep glen of carnal meaning, you will be approached by a beast with six faces. I need you to ask it if we can raise enough VC investment to situate a horizontal merger with smaller SEO firms. Also, if you see the black dog, run! My tongue is gone numb. Someone needs to get this kid something to bite down on or he's going to bite his tongue off. Now, who's the most fertile woman in the room? A woman very nervously raises her hands. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not going to do anything weird. It's not like that. Trust me. No gross stuff is going to happen. We're just going to have hot tantric sex until either I have a vision or come. I see the black dog. I see the black dog. Fucking run. Run! All right, fuck. I gotta get in there. Someone hand me that briefcase. The boss hands over Brian the Shaman's briefcase. The latch flies open and a bunch of frogs go flying out onto the table. He grabs one and places it into a paper bag. He places the paper bag on the table, smashes it, brings it up to his nose, and huffs into the bag deeply. His eyes roll back and he starts to go limp. Ugh, I got these frogs from Brazil. That's a guy I know from Canada. He's from Kansas City. We had tapas together. Ancient Kansas Cityans would huff these frogs to get mega fucked up. And then they would get messages from their god, who was Tech Nine at the time. It's dragging me to hell. I see Satan. I see everything. I'll just speed this along then. Brian takes a huge huff of frog out of the paper bag. He sucks so hard that a little smashed frog blood and guts ends up on his face. His eyes instantly become just pupils, just black. I don't want to die. Shemhamaferesh, Ugdrasil, Hindu god, anybody. I shit my pants. I shit my pants too. All right, Brian the Business Shaman, everyone. And remember, tomorrow is Carol's birthday, so... We enter on a gigantic New York apartment in Brooklyn's famously gentrified Park Slope neighborhood where Dracula, wearing skinny jeans, a Wilco flannel, and a man bun, is checking vax cards at the door. Hey, good to see you, Frankenstein. 
looking good. Yeah, I got a Peloton during quarantine. It's like a bike ride in front of a TV while a hot person yells at you. When I go too slow, they put on a bunch of peasants with torches and pitchforks and I start freaking out and screaming and pedaling really fast. I don't even fit into any of my old blazers anymore. You look great, man. I was going to offer you a blood orange IPA, but it sounds like you're counting calories. Erm, you know a blood orange IPA doesn't have any actual blood in it, right? Hey, don't forget that you're just Frankenstein. Not Dr. Frankenstein. Very funny, hipster Dracula. Hey, are there any chicks in here? It's been too long since we had a monster mash. I need to show some chicks Frankenstein's monster. The doctor did give you an extra large penis when he made you. That's pretty much the main thing you're known for. Yeah, I guess word got around. Dating in New York, huh? Chicks always think I'm lying when I say I'm eight feet tall on my hinge profile. Hey, did you hear that the wolfman isn't vaccinated? Yeah, I know the full moon brings out the lunatics, but the wolfman has gone full Fox News. He was on TikTok sharing videos of himself dragging his butt on the carpet claiming that it cures COVID, but I think he was just dragging a tapeworm out of his asshole. It's me, the Wolfman. Wolfman, I thought you weren't coming. You have to be vaccinated to come to this monster mash. Uh, Don't worry, I took ivermectin. My vet hooked me up. Well, I guess it is medication for animals. But what about the man part of you, Wolfman? (laughs) Baby, I'm all man, at least where it counts. Just ask any girl at this party. I've been with every one of them, dating in New York, am I right? If I'm not going to use condoms, then why would I get vaccinated? Vaccination is like getting a million little condoms in your body that all cover your white blood cells. That's why you can't feel the disease anymore. Wait, hold up. Frank, is that your ex? She's got her arm around Pete Davidson. Hey, who let him into the party? I thought this was monsters only. I must have mistook him for a tattooed zombie. You never know anything about celebs, man. You're such a duck face hipster. Oh, and of course you made sure to put your typewriter collection on display. Don't take a leak at my Wes Anderson posters or my venti Starbucks lattes. He's right about that, though. We've been on lockdown for months. You're never going to get your teeth wet if you leave all that stuff out, man. There's tons of girls here, and sure, maybe they don't listen to the Decembrists or Bright Eyes or say anything, but they still got tons of blood for the sucking. Oh, I don't know. I didn't bring any dental dams. Dating in New York, huh? We put our trash out on the street and pretend that's normal. What about her? She's got an Invader Zim shirt on. Isn't that Zoe Deschanel? She's perfect for a hipster like you, Drac. She's not my type. My blood type, that is. I already asked. I don't know what your blood type is, but anytime you say anything, we go, oh, negative. Pause for laughter. Hey, Drac, I gotta take a leak. Where's the can? To your right. I set out some newspaper for you in the bathroom. And while you're in there, say hello to the Loch Ness Monster. He's chilling in the tub drinking a scotch. Whoa, I'll try not to get too close. You know, I'm on a sea monster diet. I see a monster and I eat it. Uh, uh, uh. I'd love to eat them too, but he's not my type. My blood type, that is. Hey, Godzilla, glad you could make it. Did you like my blood type joke? Yeah, thanks. 
I'm a hipster now, in case you didn't notice. Who's that? I thought everyone was already here. Dr. Fauci, glad you could make it. I just wanted to say thank you, Dracula, for everything you've done to spread awareness about vaccination. I want to thank you for this funny sketch idea that also has an important message. But there's something worrying me. I heard your friend the Wolfman has yet to get his, shall we say, Fauci, ouchie. Aroo! The vaccine is fake news! Wolfman, I hear your concerns, but the vaccine is safe, well-researched, and the only way we are going to get through this together. You need to trust the experts on things like that. I watched a YouTube video where the Michigan dog man took the vaccine and then he was rolling around on the ground. He was either sick or he was having a dream about playing fetch. I don't want to take that risk. Now who could that be? Maybe I could convince him. <laughs> the Dame Judy Dench. I would like to extend a message of support to all the brave people of Ukraine. President Zelensky is one of the funniest presidents we could imagine, and exactly the president that the people of Ukraine need right now. If you join my castle in Bridge of Bastards, I'll donate an additional 1% of in-game transactions to the people of Ukraine. Wow! I guess I will get that Fauci-ouchie! And donate to the brave people of Ukraine for their funny president and their cool battalions. Now that that's been resolved, where did I put my Black Keys vinyl? I have a hankering to hear the hipster classic Lonely Boy and also Gautier. But I bet you've never heard of those artists, Dr. Fauci and Dame Judy Dench. You know, I came here to educate people about the vaccine, but it looks like I'm about to get an education about the English indie rock band the vaccines. That's right. Thanks again to the sexy new guys. I'm going to go pound a fifth of tequila and make myself seven feet tall in NBA 2K. Oh, and before we go, I'm just reminding you that this is live from New York. Okay, bye-bye. 